Every Arizona homeowner's best friend for 30 years. And it all has to do with you. Thanks for tuning in. It's Rosie on the House. Uh, Easy Saturday morning. Good morning, y'all. That's Marshall Tucker there. I don't know the name of his horse. Gary D., you know the name of his horse? Uh, I'll go with Toy. Toy? (laughs) A horse named Toy. (laughs) Toy Cardwell was the lead singer of Marshall Tucker, Uh, so I'm going to go with Toy. Maybe it's a horse with no name. Uh, America will be mad at you. (laughs) Well, we did have a little wind blowing. Y'all be careful out there. Couple fires blowing across the state right now. Put on that extra caution right now. Jennifer and I had a nice ride Monday. That was a great ride. We did. Yeah, got the horses out, stretched their legs a little bit. Um, packed show today. Glad you're tuned in. Uh, we're going to be talking about garages as that extra room that we all have in the house and how you might be able to make it more usable other than just parking the carriage in there. Uh, you, you know, for, most people have to kind of clean it out before they can even park a carriage in there, much less use it for anything else. So we'll talk a little bit about that in the 10 o'clock hour. At 9 o'clock hour, we'll be open line. I'm trying to tackle a project. Jennifer, I <laughs> right here on air, I've got to confess, uh, the guy with the solar question you told me to call after last Saturday's show, I forgot. You forgot. So we may we may get Evan calling today. And Evan, I apologize. We'll get your answer. I, I, I just forgot. I, I forgot until my mic went on 30 seconds ago. <laughs> I thought, uh-oh. That's 9 o'clock. Open hour. He had a question about, okay, with all the new rates and whatnot, I've got solar. How's that going to impact that? So we can talk about that. We can talk about the new APS rates. Uh, I'll tell you one thing we're going to talk about is the tender fire uh, through Happy Jack. Uh, lost 32 homes and 50 more. 80, a total of 80 structures and homes were impacted there. And we were approached by some residents of Happy Jack begging us, Rosie, can you please bring some contractors up here and help us put the community back together? So we'll be talking about that a little bit in the 9 o'clock hour. 8 o'clock hour, we've got John Eisenhower from Integrity Tree Service. Coming in, talking about the tree of the month of Blue Palo Verde, as well as any question you have about trimming or fertilizing or caring for your trees. A certified arborist, John Eisenhower from Integrity Tree Service. And we've before, got a special be, guest in before here you introduce this morning. Our special guest. Can yeah. I can I just give a little shout out to one of our Of course, this is my wife, sweet Jennifer, Good morning. my co host this morning. Good morning. Well, f- Matt Fritz Miller is is like a friend of ours. He's kind of a DIY uh, fanatic. So he, he calls often, he emails often, and, um, and he, we've even had him on. He has a blog, Renaissance Dad, and he's just an awesome young man with a young family. And he posts, he, you can find him on Facebook with all his projects. But another thing, thing I knew about Matt was he's an educator, and he's um, an administrator. But do you know what I found out this week? He is actually head of basis in Chandler. Do you know what that means? It means he is second in the country. Their school. And first is a basis school here in Arizona, too, right? That's right. 100% graduation, 100% ready for college. 
congratulations to basis. I think Arizona took like the top five or, or five of the top ten best schools in the country, and it's they were all basis schools. I don't know anything about them, but congratulations. Maybe Matt will come on someday and tell us about it. Congratulations, well, Matt. We're awful proud yeah, of you. Yeah, that's awesome. Very good, very good. Well, our special guest this morning, let me just read to you, and I don't often read verbatim off of a script, but let me read to you his home page on his website. I am a travel writer who hates to travel, <laughs> at least anywhere beyond the Southwest. I knew Arizona was where I belonged as soon as I arrived as a wide-eyed college student. I fell in love with the immense beast of sky, the mountains that prop it up, and much to my surprise, the stark desert that scratches it with spiny fingers. I spend my days rambling around the beguiling, bewitching landscape, hiking, camping, exploring, eating, and hiking a little more, then I write about it all. Yes, it's the coolest job in the world, and no, you can't have it. <laughs> We're bringing in this morning our friend, our newfound friend within the last year, and author, Mr. Roger Naylor. Roger, thanks for coming down and being on the show, man. Always my pleasure. It's great seeing you guys. Thanks for having me back. And I only want to make one correction. It's not a job. <laughs> well, let's not go that far. I don't want my editor saying, well, why are we paying him then if it's not a job? If he's just a volunteer or an intern, come on. I need those paychecks rolling in. I'm sure his wife would appreciate the fact that it's a job. It's a, it, it's a, it's a love. It's a vocation, and it just happens to pay the bills. Boy, it, that is the coolest job in the world. You uh, uh, write for the Arizona Republic. I do. Last Was it last week you wrote about the best Mexican restaurants in Arizona? That's Around the state, yeah. That's a tough assignment. No kidding. It, the, in those kind of stories, the hardest part is always what, you know, I have to leave so many out. Yes. You know, I've only got room to do 10 or 12, and, you know, so I, I try to pick. And, you know, uh, one thing that sometimes confuses people, I'm a travel writer for the Arizona Republic, so I don't write about things in the valley because this is where uh -huh. the paper's based, so that's not really a travel story. That's a dining story. So I write about – I'm trying to – encourage you to get out and explore all the beautiful corners of the state and hey while you're there have a great meal because you know we've in all the small towns you're always going to find a good mexican restaurant you're always going to find uh you know a great little place to eat so well, you you that put, becomes part of your memories you put us on to jennifer's now most favorite restaurant in all of arizona satchmo's up in flagstaff like, that's a I great mean, that, best barbecue that is her spot we can't we we can't drive through flagstaff at 6 in the morning without her wanting to stop for a barbecue sandwich. <laughs> Jamie does a great job at Satchmo's. What a, and what a combination, barbecue and Cajun. Yeah. I mean, there should be a Satchmo's in every town. I mean, that's, uh, Talk about just flavor. Delicious. Yeah. So eat and write. Eat and write. And hike. Now, and hike. Take, i got to hike. It, Otherwise, it, I'd be it, a big fat guy. And, so. and you're packing on 1,000 miles in 2018? That's your goal? Yeah, this is one of those years where I'm doing uh, that. I've, I've done this about uh, – this would be my fifth or sixth time doing it. Last time I did it was 2013, and I wrote about it for the Arizona Republic, and that was also the year that I wrote Boots and Burgers, an Arizona handbook for hungry hikers. Um, so this year, you know, I, I was so busy last year that I felt like I wasn't on the trail as much as I wanted, and I was feeling kind of flabby and soft, and I just didn't like that. So this became one of my 1,000-mile years. So, so far, I'm at 496. Do you, you still have uh, original hips and knees? I do. Wow, I do. that's impressive. <laughs> I do. Well, that, and I think that's, you know, I mean, I don't. I'm no medical guy, but I think that's sort of part of it. You know, one of the reasons, one of the things that first inspired me to do that uh, is that I'd been having some left knee problem. I'd been a little creaky, 
in in my knee and just I, I went to a doctor and he looked at it and said yeah I'd probably have to operate here the, you know some do a little arthroscopic stuff uh, at some point and I'm going oh man isn't there anything else and he gave me some exercises and just general basic exercises the knee lift kind of things that any doctor gives and I started doing them and they actually kind of helped improve and I was so I was back hiking again and it was like a mid January day and I I was out on a hike. And I noticed I hadn't had any pain for a while, and I just got this notion in my head. I thought, this year I'm going to hike a 1,000 miles. And I was already two weeks into the year, but I went ahead and, and did it. I finished that year with over a 1,000. So I've done it a few times since then. And you're, basically, you're, you're talking 20 miles a week. Yeah, that's basically it. You know, I mean, I like it because it, you know, it sounds so impressive. Why are yeah. you hiking a 1,000 miles? That's yeah. great. And, but then, you know, if you break it down, that's what it is. It's 20 miles every week. And, and, you, and you're walking at two, two and a half miles an hour. Yeah, you know, I, I tend to be a little faster. Are you? Uh, than, yeah, I'm, I, I tend to be a pretty fast hiker on, you know, especially a lot of the level terrain or flat okay. terrain and so stuff. So you're talk, talking seven to eight hours a week. Yeah. See, yeah. see, Roger, that's not a job. <laughs> well, I See, didn't. The, I uh, didn't. Nobody. To, to my point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and this year nobody's paying me to do the hike, and I'm just sneaking it in on my own there, and writing about it when I can. You know, I just did a story on my four uh, four of my favorite loop hikes in Sedona and stuff. I live in the Verde Valley in Cottonwood, so. Uh, the key is you kind of wear out the local trails, and then when I'm on the road, you know, I'm hiking all over the place. I was just hiking up at North Mountain yesterday. I'll be hiking at Dreamy Draw later this afternoon probably to get my – to reach the halfway point. I'll, if I do four miles yeah. this afternoon, I'll be a 500, so I'm halfway the heat, there. The heat doesn't bother you? No, I, you know, I like the – heat really doesn't, you know. So And, and one of the reasons I'm kind of so far ahead, uh, you know, I'm uh, – because sadly, we had such a dry, warm winter. I never got rained out. You know, I never, there was never a day where I go, oh man, it's too blustery to hike today or too chill. Right. You know, it yeah. was just every day I could go out and, and rack up the miles. So I'm kind of uh, way out front there. So. But I like to do that, and then you know you work off the calories, and so I think it. Back to your right. point, Jennifer, about you know I think my you know it strengthens my knees. The the more I'm hiking, the less knee pain I have. The more you know it strengthens ankles. It builds up all your leg muscles as well as you know lowers cholesterol, blood pressure, uh, reduces stress. You know, walking is one of the very best exercises we can get as people. So. And what's the calorie burn on walking? Well, it depends again on you know if you're doing uphills and if you're doing fast and so forth. It's you know it's not going to be like a you know it's a like marathon. You're not going to fifty an hour. Yeah, I don't something like that. Could be. I right? don't know. I like to think you know if I can eat a burger for every you know hour or two I'm out. <laughs> I know that's not true, and I try not to, but uh, I don't want to delve into it too deeply. Well, Roger, you wear your burgers well. That's, <laughs> that's for sure. You look like you could easily cover a thousand miles a year. That's for sure. And uh, you've got a couple of events coming up that we're going to want to talk about when we get back. Uh, we're here with Roger Naylor. How do you what, what what do you call yourself? Author? Yeah, author, travel writer, travel, travel writer. writer. Yeah, you've got the books that we'll talk about. Your regular contributor every Saturday to the uh, Arizona Republic, right? Just about. Yeah, yeah, I write for you know if you pick up uh, an official Arizona visitor guide, I've got the cover story in that. If you pick up the an experienced Scottsdale visitor guide, I've got a story in that. If you pick up the experience. Uh, a Sedona visitor guide. I've got the cover story in that. Good. You know, so I mean, I, anybody who writes me a check, I write them a story. It's just that easy. Well, we're going to come back, and I want to talk about all of those things. And I want I want to talk about some of these loop trails because some people don't realize how close the nearest trailhead is to their front door, 
and there's a loop trail and a, a community trail in virtually every community here in Arizona. So I want to come back and talk about that, all right? We're here with Roger Naylor, travel writer and uh, a good newfound friend of Rosie on the house. Weekend wake-up call at Rosie on the House. Good morning. Thanks for tuning in. Here in studio with us this morning is travel writer Roger Naylor. You know him from his regular uh, uh, contribution to the Arizona Republic. How long have you been writing for the Republic? Over 10 years now. Okay. And uh, four books Mm -hmm. with a fifth one in the making. Yeah, maybe it's, a fifth and sixth one. Right? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm working on the sixth one right now. The fifth one is being copy edited and laid out even as we speak, and that's on Arizona State Park. So that first I'm very book. excited. Yeah, first book was uh, Route 66. Arizona kicks on Route 66. Yeah, just the Arizona portion of the the old highway. Arizona is the state that saved Route 66. We have the longest unbroken stretch of Route 66 still in existence. It's an amazing drive, and there's so much incredible history there that uh, it's it's. Uh, uh, the ultimate road trip, as far as I'm concerned, and that's Chicago to L.A. Right? Chicago to L.A., but yeah. I just cover Arizona. Yeah, I yeah, just okay. cover Arizona. Yeah, this because Route 66 taught America how to have fun in a car. You know, everything we know about road trips we learned from Route 66. That that's how it was defined. So I love that one. The second book was Death Valley, hottest place on earth. So yes. that's the only one I I left Arizona for. But they asked me to do it. And I'm such a desert rat. You can't. I can't resist writing about the hottest place on earth. So kind of a kind of an intriguing place to travel to. It's really. spectacular. You I know, love it. Scotty's Castle, yeah. Panamint yeah. Springs, yeah. Furnace Creek. Oh, yeah. it's yeah. yeah, it's it's amazing. I was really astounded because I hadn't spent a lot of time there before I started working on the book. i just gone through a couple of times, but so I went and went up in July, you know, Ooh. was there for the uh, Badwater <laughs> Ultra Marathon oh. race. And uh, and that's um, and from the lowest on. point in the United States to the highest point in the United States, about 250 miles. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's uh, an uncanny. These, you know, I mean, I'm a fairly lean guy, but next to these people, I look like Jabba the Hutt. They, you know, I mean, these are some seriously fit people that do Like skeletons they're, with skin, kind of, yeah. yeah. They're, they're, they're running from what, Devil's um, Devil's Golf Course? Is that what it's called? The well, they run, they the run past point? that, yeah, the oh. Badwater. Okay. Uh, they're, they they start from there and, uh, yeah, head up to the top of— And uh, I don't remember uh, the elevation, but it's 100 feet below sea level, something like that? 200 feet. Okay, 200. Over 200 feet. To the top of Mount Whitney, yeah. which is at fifteen thousand, give For, or take, yeah, uh-huh. fourteen Both nine something, yeah, something like that. Uh-huh. Two hundred fifty miles. Yeah, and do they go there and back? No, they. Some of them do. Some of them will do, you know, and then some will go back again. You know, I mean, it's just gotten crazy where these people are, you know, doing these uh, long distance stuff. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's you know. Pretty amazing to uh, to be there. That's an that's that. a that that's an accomplishment. Yeah. The Badwater. It's oh, a yeah. Badwater two fifty. Right? Badwater Ultra Marathon. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. All right. So <laughs> that was your Death Valley book. The next book that came out, Boots and Burgers, Boots an and Arizona Burgers. handbook for hungry hikers. That's my love letter to Arizona, disguised as a hiking and dining guide. It's in my glove box of the truck all the time, along with mm-hmm. Marshall Trimble's Name Places of Arizona. 
Those just travel with me I, everywhere. I appreciate that. And and I have found some fabulous restaurants just pulling in and saying, well, did Roger write about anything in this town? So some good. fabulous restaurants. Good, good. Okay. And then the, the most recent was the amazing Cole Brothers of Grand Canyon. If you've ever been to the Grand Canyon, it's now an art studio and gift shop, the Kolb Studio. Yeah, right there by the, uh, the head of the Bright Angel Trail and stuff. And an amazing story that those guys, uh, you know, lived so it's it's really fun to write about, really fun to tell. You know, I like going out and giving those kind of talks. I like to fantasize. And to fantasize about being those guys, to have the edge of the Grand Canyon to yourself. Yeah. Well, huh? the, uh, you can actually take, and the, the Kolb Studio is a retail space up top, but they've restored the residence and occasionally give tours in there. And I was fortunate. I've taken a couple tours in there. And trust me when I say they had the greatest porch on uh. the planet <laughs> i mean and now it's a glassed in room and you just sit out there on this patio uh. hanging out over the edge of the grand canyon i'm thinking every sunrise every sunset every storm every change of light everything just flooded in this window where you're just sitting and enjoying it you know what a what a perch what a well place it, wait, to we it's have fun telling the story that uh. you were on to talk about the book when it first came mm-hmm. came to print and the how they would do the glass plates they would take the picture run down and then run down into the canyon they'd right. take a photo of the mule trains and then run down uh to indian garden which is 4.6 miles into the canyon because that's where they had fresh water and they'd wash the plates develop the photos run back up out of the canyon and be standing there at the head of the trail with the d- developed photograph. And when the yeah, I think you said several out. times a day at times. Yeah, uh, tw- twice a day, sometimes three times a day Talk they about would do that. <laughs> yeah. it's, well, it's a good thing they were instrumental in, in publicizing Greg K. Because if I had been one of the Cole brothers, I would have built a fence, I would have armed it, and I would have made everybody stay out. <laughs> this is mine? This is my gang. <laughs> I would have been much more possessive of it than they were. They they really did a lot to publicize they the Grand Canyon. They spread the word because, you know, this is back in the early 1900s. Nobody had ever seen it before, you know, and there was no John Wesley Powell's no, etchings. Uh, yeah, yeah. there's no uh, movies. You know, most people, maybe they'd seen a painting, and most of those were inaccurate, you know, because people didn't know how to paint those colors back then so they uh, one of the most famous paintings is of gold and green of the grand canyon because that's what people considered beautiful at the time so. roger naylor arizona's own travel writer here at rosie on the house we'll be back i want to talk a little bit about state parks yeah. and everything they've got going on and roger's participation with them here at rosie on the house doing everything we can to get you off the couch out of the bed and onto the trails of the great arizona paths Who'd you rather take a hike with than Roger Naylor, Arizona's own travel hiking eating writer? Uh, Roger, you we were talking about all your books that you that are out available now, uh, and you got a couple in the works. I do. I've uh, finished my Arizona State Parks book, and that's being uh, in, in the design phase right now and uh, being edited. It should be out sometime this winter. 
Um, and I'm working on uh, the does next that, one. Does that oh, just yeah. talk about every state? Do you, yeah, do you yeah li- I, co- I cover every state. Every park. state, yeah, park. In, uh, in Arizona, and uh, the also the communities. You know, I, I I always like to give you that extra information. So when you go to the park, here's uh, some nearby attractions. Here's a couple places to eat. Here's a place to stay. You know, I like to. Uh, you know, I live in a small town. We have a state park. I know how important that is to us. That's my. You know, the Dead Horse Ranch State Park in Colorado. That's my home. I'm yeah. on it all the time, but I want you to connect to the community when you're getting out to visit these parks and see that there's more to than just, you know, going out to Lyman Lake. Uh, and well, while you're there, check out the things in Springerville. Check out some of this other cool stuff all around it. And, Sounds and like another book stuff, for so. my glove box. Have you been so. to every state park then? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Well, I, I had already been to almost all of them, but I spent uh, 2017 going to every one, again, just to make sure. So the only ones I hadn't been to were like uh, the Granite Mountain Hot Shots was, was new and the uh, Oracle State Park, which had been closed for a long time, and then there was one other one that I, I hadn't been. Uh, Full Hollow, I don't think. Uh, you know, I, I felt like I'd been to Full Hollow Lake, and then I got there, and I just didn't have any recollection of it. And it's a beautiful place, beautiful Well, park, and it's so, transformed yeah. the last 20 years, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you could have been there 20 years well, ago well, and, and, and not recognized. Uh, it, was, <laughs> it has changed a lot. They are I'm, having a, an event just coming up May 19th. It's a, at Fool Hollow? Uh-huh, a Northern Arizona Star Party at Fool Hollow. That's so, just outside Sholo. Yeah. Beautiful little lake. Yeah, you can go on their website and find out. They have lots of events. But I wanted to ask you a little yeah. bit more about the Granite Mountain Hotshots Memorial. I haven't been up there yet. I was walking through the office yesterday. I come around the corner, and Jennifer is watching, and the tears are just, I mean, she's literally uh, bawling her eyes out. I thought, well. Well, Sue Black had sent me this video <laughs> that uh, Facebook has like like a kind of a video feed now, a movie feed. Uh-huh. And I haven't had the heart to watch the movie. I just don't think I could make it through it. But this is a 30-minute little clip that Mike Rowe, did and his whole series is called honoring the brave so he went up there and just kind of tells the story and then he interviews a couple of gals one's a mom and one's a uh, wife of the deceased a couple of the deceased firefighters and they started a uh, foundation wildlife firefighter guardian institute and they're working hard to get better awareness and better equipment for the firefighters so um, anyway the whole story is told on there and i just Oh, it was so moving. But he did, he did such an amazing job, and, and he interviews Sue on there, and they show the unveiling of the hey, – did you get to go when they had the statue up? I didn't. They, they didn't invited me, but I just didn't uh, – the timing didn't work out, so I didn't make it to the ceremony. I just went and hiked it on my own. Well, they, they've made it now, so if you can't – it's a pretty – Gary has told it's a pretty strenuous hike. I mean, it's not like you can just get out and look right. at it. Yeah, so if you just want to go up and see, they do now have something for you to see in this wonderful sculpture. And the story's right there. But if you want to hike, is it, what, three and a half miles out to the site? Yeah. So it's about a seven-mile round trip uh, uh, hike all the way and stuff. But I encourage everybody to go because even if you just go to the parking lot, they have uh, uh, they do have some stuff right there in the uh, the small parking area, some informational signage uh that's very moving some old photographs and if you just want to start up the trail the uh, the first plaque is less than a quarter mile up the trail and they've got a bench right there and there's another plaque so you know you can just take a little stroll up the hill and get to see part of the the story and uh, uh, get to appreciate and you know but it's an um, if, if you can do the hike it's worth it and it's you know I mean it really helps Tell the story in your head. You know, I mean, I'd, I'd read so much about it and, and, and everything, but uh, making the hike really mm-hmm. uh, was incredibly powerful, incredibly moving. 
but it was also very beautiful. It was kind of, uh, you know, I felt like, I don't want to say, you know, I was honoring these guys in a way because I felt like, you know, this is what they were fighting for. You know, mm -hmm. I, I think these are the guys that would want people out there hiking and enjoying and looking around. And, you know, this is the what they gave their lives protecting and, and uh, fighting for. And they they would want people to appreciate it. Powerful and, stuff. Yeah, you know, it's it's uh, there are things that get to you. I mean, man, yeah, you're going to, you know, I cried. You're, you're going to cry there. A couple, you know, the first, I'm hiking up the slopes, and it's it's pretty bare, and all of a sudden there are these, a couple little scorched tree trunks, and, you know, here I am choking up on the hillside and stuff. Mm -hmm. and, and then the thing that really gets you when you get over the hill, because I guess I had in my head that they were so far you know, kind of out in the middle of nowhere and isolated, and you look down and you can see this little circle, the memorial site, and you can see just how close they were to safety, just how close, mm -hmm. and it just breaks your heart. It just tears you apart and stuff. And um, But, you know, there's this great signage and information all the way there to the observation deck, and then you can go down and be a part of it, and you get to see it and read the stories and connect with these guys and be there in this quiet place. And it's it's very reverent, but it's very beautiful, you know. And, you know, on the hike back, that's what I was trying to do, just enjoy the hike like it like I do all hikes. And I thought this is the best way to honor these guys is to mm -hmm. say thanks and, and uh, thanks for saving us. Thanks for making this possible. I did post it, on that video, on our Facebook page if you want to see it. And also I wanted to mention it has gotten so popular that most of the time you can't just drive up and park. They have shuttle buses to bring you yeah, in. Yeah, they're, they're so. trying to work that out because that's the only negative thing about it. Yeah, they've got very limited parking there and stuff, so that's still uh, something they're trying to sort out. So, yeah, if you can take a little shuttle from Yarnell, that's uh, the best. That's hollowed ground for sure. It is. So the Granite Mountain State Park Monument. Uh, what well, of the 32, 33, we've got another one opening in November, right? Yeah, down right the river from Rock and right? Ranch, Rock and Ranch State That's going to be a yeah. great state. I park. know, yeah, I'm very excited about that one. Havasu Riviera, there's going to be another one that's opening very soon and stuff. So it's, uh, yeah, they keep adding, keep expanding. That's always a good thing. Anytime you can set aside places, these places, and preserve them, protect them, and, and uh, create a little park, that's always a positive thing. All right, we've got people listening to us now all across the state of Arizona. Southern Arizona has some great hiking opportunities. Spectacular. I mean, I any of the San Pedro or Santa Cruz. Chiricahua National Chiricahua. Monument is, is absolutely, I think, the most unappreciated place in uh, uh, Arizona. One of my favorite hiking places featured in Boots and Burgers. The Dragoon Mountains, where you can hike up the Cochise Stronghold. That's another hike featured in Boots and Burgers. Always beautiful. There's some great hikes along the San Pedro River that's uh, sort of uh, you can access from either the San Pedro House in Sierra Vista or the Fairbank Ghost Town near uh, Tombstone, which I just really love. And you can have uh, this real uh, historic lesson and then a nice little riverside walk down there. It, so, it's a beautiful, beautiful country down there. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love you – know, Cochise County is probably my favorite corner of Arizona. I get down there as often as I can. It's that combination of history and scenery that's just unlike any place else. It, 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 as counties go – what do we have, 15 in Arizona, I think? Yeah. Uh -huh. As counties go, it probably goes back in European history – it probably has the oldest European history of any county in Arizona. 
Well, that really was the entry S- point. Santa Cruz, I think. Okay, Santa, Santa Cruz, Cruz okay. would be because that's right. where uh, d- uh, they came up with uh, Tubac is there yes. and uh, and uh, uh, Tumacacri and the missions. So that's where the Father Kino came up the Santa Cruz River. So that's just a little outside of Cochise County. But, yeah, Santa Cruz County is probably oh. the oldest, but uh, then uh, Cochise is certainly right there with it and stuff. But, yeah, that's all spectacular down, uh, down oh, through we'll, there. We, stuff we like take that. the horses in the Canela Hills and oh, saddle nice. up. Yeah. And I mean, it's uh, the sun's setting, and you just say, "Where'd the day go?" Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those places that just <laughs> evaporates time. Yeah. Exactly, and there's a lot of surprises down there. You know, you start uh, people know about uh, the wine country in Sonoida and Elgin and stuff, but you keep going down, and you end up at Parker Canyon Lake. You know, which is like practically on the Mexican border, but it's sitting at 5,400 feet yeah. elevation and stuff. You know, with campsites right overlooking the lake and a hiking trail around the lake and stuff. You know, so I mean, there's all this amazing stuff down there that's just kind of hidden away that people aren't aware of. And Jennifer, you were talking about the uh, what is it, the uh, mariachi party at Patagonia Lake? Right. You know, even if you just a little bit west of of Parker Canyon there. They have a lot of things even if you're not a person who will go out and hike by yourself. That's kind of intimidating to some people, but it seems like all the parks have have programs. You can go to Lost Dutchman and they have a scorpion hunt. A lot of the parks have sky nights where you can just go observe. So just to get outside and enjoy nature without being out in the wilderness if that you know, if you're not able or not I, I got to believe the sky watch at Homolavi has to be probably one of the better sky watches. Although you, got Dr. S- you have Dr. Sky at Lost Dutchman. That's pretty good, too. Those are two two really good night watching opportunities. Well, anytime you have Dr. Sky, it's a good night watching but opportunity. What's, what's going on at Patagonia Lake? They've got a fiesta Mariachi. down there. Mariachi Festival. And, and that's that's, that's fun. very fun. I showed up. You know, and it's so weird because I'd written about it for the Arizona Republic and uh, along with some other great things doing in the spring. And then I was down in the area, and I just show up. I'm going to go hiking uh, in the uh, – because uh, at Patagonia Lake, they also have the uh, Sonoida Creek Natural Area right next to the state park that, you know, they oversee with 20 miles of hiking trails. Mm. So I show up on a May day. I'm just going to go hiking. And there's all – the cars is just <laughs> packed. Well, what the heck? It's never this crowded. And it's the Mariachi Festival going on. I'm going, oh, yeah, I just wrote about that. and it, But it's so much fun. They have all these – it's so colorful and the music is great and they've got booths and vendors and food and and uh, everybody's got their lawn chairs out by the beach and the kids are playing and it's so much fun at the lake and stuff and I just I, I hung out for a while enjoyed it and then I went over to the natural area and had it all to myself and not, uh, hiked for a few and miles. it's you know it's twenty bucks a vehicle to get in. I mean, yeah. I mean, you can't beat that for entertainment. Yeah. If you're bored, it's because you you're not looking. There's so much stuff to do. Well, and the state park website is so easy. Oh. I mean. It's a list of events. You can scroll to the bottom of the home page. They have every park listed individually. You click on the park that has any interest to you, and boom, everything they got going on at that park is there. So hats off to state parks on what they did on their website. So, Roger, what else have you got coming up right now? You've got something you're going to this afternoon. Story, well, and, uh, storytelling uh, yeah, adventure? Yeah, I'm, huh? I'm doing uh, – I'm going to be at the Mason Convention Center. I'm uh, giving a little talk called Roger Naylor's Love Letters to Arizona. I'm talking about some trails, some hidden gems, some scenic drives. And that will be at uh, the Mesa Convention Center at 1015 to 1045. This morning. This morning. So okay. soon i got to bolt out of here. Okay. And uh, and But then uh, later in the week on Thursday, I'm giving uh, uh, a talk on the amazing Cole Brothers of Grand Canyon. I'll be at the Sedona Library Thursday, May 17th at 530. And so, we, 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 got, we got through five of your six books. 
Oh, the, the sixth book, of the, yeah, State Parks, parks yeah. is going to be out this fall. Yeah, or winter, yeah, probably. Okay. Um, yeah, and the sixth one, the one I'm working on, is on. It's called Perfect Pairs. It's going to be scenic drives paired with a few little hiking trails along the way. Okay. So, you know, Arizona has, uh, I think it's 26 officially designated scenic drives, and I, I, I made, made all those drives and uh, looked for some great hiking trails around them. And also, again, here are places to eat, places to stay, uh, things to do while you're out making these beautiful drives. I know you've written a book about the best Mexican food in Arizona, or an article about that. Mm -hmm. You've also written about the best pizza shops in Arizona. Where do I find all these lists? Uh, well, uh, you can always, you know, go to my website, uh, rogernaylor.com. Uh, you know, I've got articles posted on there, or if you're looking for one in sp specifically, you know, I can, I'll be happy to put repost it on my Facebook page. Fantastic. Uh, that's where, you know, uh, keep up with all my travels around the state and the stories. And Roger uh, Naylor, Arizona's own travel writer. We'll be back at Rosie on us in just one minute. Doing what we can this morning to try and get you out of the house and onto the trails, any place and anywhere in the great state of Arizona. I think you're closer to a trailhead wherever you are than you probably realize. We were talking about southern Arizona, and Tucson has a great rim loop, uh, loop trail. Yeah, it's like 110 miles long. Every town does just about. You know, Prescott has a, the Prescott Circle Trail that goes around. Uh, Sedona has over 300 miles of trails weaving among the red rocks alone. Stuff. My theory is everybody in Arizona lives within 15 minutes of a trailhead. Yeah. Whether it's a state park, national forest, county park, something. You can find a place close to your house. You can walk out your, your door and onto the trail and uh, start getting in shape and uh, ready, losing a little weight, getting ready for some hamburgers. In, encounter wildlife, take a bit to just take advantage of the viewing of the geology. Bird watching is a great uh, pastime. We got all the grandkids engaged in geocaching. There's, there's not a trail in Arizona that have some little geocache exactly. store along. It's lots of fun. The kids think they're like discovering treasures and stuff. You'll be at Mesa Convention Center this morning at 10? 10, 10.15 okay. and uh, to 10.45. It's a short little talk, but then I'll be at the Sedona Public Library on Thursday at uh, 5.30. Fantastic. Roger, again, thanks a million for coming. Always down a pleasure. Studio. Always oh. a pleasure. Thank you, guys. A blast. The staycation. Yeah, we got we May is just about over. You have a couple more days to to enter for the June. Yeah, we, staycation. Pick, we pick about the 15th, don't we? So mm -hmm, by, yeah. by middle of next week, we will pick the June winner. And they will be going to Greer to the Lazy Trout uh, Cabin and Lodge up there. But this month, our winner got to go, took their Sanderson F-150, went yeah. up to Snowflake and stayed at the Heritage Inn, which is a 1890s um, Victorian pioneer home, decorated Victorian style, just lovely. You can have a little bed and breakfast and then lots of places to get out and visit while you're up there. Some of the state parks that are close by are the Hummel. Hamalavi, is that right? Hamalavi. I did it right three yeah. times before. <laughs> I know. It's, it's, it's one of those tongue twisters for sure. And Fool Hollow Lake we talked about earlier. Lyman I can never Lake. get Tumacacori out. Tumacacori. Tumacacori. I can never get it I know. 
Well, and then they got to go, our staycation winners go out with a $250 gift card. Yes. And they go out with a gift basket. And this month's gift basket was by My Popcorn Kitchen. And boy, what a cool website. You can order, this season they have barbecue pop flavored popcorn. But you can get tins uh, in your favorite major baseball league. They have all kinds of creative tins and flavors. So great place to check out. Sibley's West is a big supporter of the staycation. Serena Candies. Sphinx State Ranch. Coyote Ode Cookies. Yeah. So you go to rosieonthehouse.com and you register to win. Every month we have a different designated location where we've already arranged for the lodging. You get out to Sanderson Ford. People ask me all the time from other parts of the state, well, if I don't live in Phoenix, it's hard for me to get the vehicle. Look, if you win, you let us know what vehicle want. You will find a way to get it to you. It's a, a, a family, the very first staycation winner ever was uh, down in Vail and was going to go to Ash Fork for their high school reunions. <laughs> so they drove through town and grabbed a Mustang, I believe, and ran up to the high school reunion in Ash Fork. So, yes, it's open to anybody and everybody from around the state. We get you a Sanderson Ford vehicle of your choice. Whatever's out on the demo lot, you get to pick it out and test drive it. Get, they're very generous. They work Two with you. Two days, three days, four days, whatever it is you want. They arrange it. Jennifer gets the gift card for the gasoline. Sanderson Ford gives it to you full of gas. Then we have these other partners and our lodging partners all across the great state of Arizona, and we put these packages together. So you put in now, Tuesday or Wednesday, we'll be drawing a winner for who gets to go to Greer in June. You know, it's become, it's always been a popular feature, the staycation, but it's multiplied since we decided to, actually Romy's idea, go ahead and plan out the whole because I think some people, it's, it's too overwhelming. We have so many cool places to go. They just think, well, I don't have time or anything. But if you know where you're going, you know you can look on the website under staycation and see what each of the months is. Pick one you like. Pick one you're interested in and, and drop, put in for that one. It's great. We appreciate Sanderson Ford sponsoring that. We appreciate our friend Roger Naylor coming in this morning and talking about all his trail adventures and books hot off the press and coming off the press. Again, Roger, thanks again. Always great seeing you guys. Mesa Convention Center in a couple hours. 10-15. And what is that, the Storytelling and Travel yeah, a, Expo? Yeah, so there will be a whole bunch of storytellers there. There will be uh, booths. Uh, so if you want to learn about where to go around this great state, uh, that's the, the place to be for uh, today, I think. And I've got a sheet of some of my travel tips with uh, restaurants and trails and stuff all around the, the, that I'll be handing out. So Roger we, Naylor, we, the, go ahead. I said we got the cheat sheet because we don't get to go. Ro Roger <laughs> Naylor is an Arizona expert on the best pizza joints in the state, the best Mexican food restaurants Barbecue. The, you, the best barbecue joints in the state, the best hamburgers in the state, and the best trails and trailheads in the state. I'm looking forward to that sixth book, The Paired Drives and Trailheads. I'll be waiting for that one. Excellent. John Eisenhower, our certified tree arborist, here in the next hour, talking your trees.